Like, yes, my pain is in my head, but I'm feeling it in my body, and you don't know my body. I know my body. I'm not making this up. Something is not right. I came here for you to help me. Please don't gaslight me. Hi, and welcome to the Endo Bay podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Bree. I'm an ultrasound tech turned endometriosis coach, positivity and self-love advocate, a seven on the Enneagram, and I am a proud dog mom. And I'm on a mission to help you live more positively with endometriosis and be happy in your body. On the Endobabe podcast, we're going to dive deep into all things endometriosis, mindset, self-love, health, and so much more. This is a badass podcast for badass endobabes. And I want you to leave this podcast feeling inspired and empowered on your own health journey with more confidence and the belief that you too can have more good days than bad. Are you with me, babes? See you in the podcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Endo Babe Podcast. Today, I want to chat with you about medical gaslighting. It's something that I know I have experienced and something I know a lot of you have probably experienced as well. Um, it's something that's really prevalent in the medical system in general, not just necessarily with endometriosis, but it disproportionately affects women and women of color. So I wanted to give you a little arsenal on how to respond back when doctors gaslight you, right? Because it can be extremely disheartening when You go to the doctor with abdomen pain and they're like, oh, your pain's on your head or you're fine. We don't see anything. And you can really internalize those messages and think that there's something wrong with you, right? I know that happened to me, right? Like I went to the doctors for years and they were like, there's nothing on tests. Like your pain's in your head. You're making it up because your parents are getting divorced. And eventually I was like, oh my God, maybe I am making it up. Maybe my pain is in my head. Like, what is wrong with me? Am I crazy? You know, and I really internalized those feelings. And it wasn't until I worked in the healthcare system, right? And I actually understood the ins and outs of the medical system and how things work that I realized. And once I actually got a diagnosis, obviously, as well, right? I realized that obviously my pain was not in my head. I have endometriosis. And this is something that happens everywhere around the world in all medical systems, right? Um, So yeah, I wanted to give you a little arsenal. But if you're listening to this and you're like, okay, I'm not really sure what gaslighting is. Gaslighting is a form of psychological abuse where a person or a group, I guess, right? They make somebody question their sanity or their perception of reality, Right, And so people who are being gaslit often leave the conversation feeling confused or anxious or they lose trust in themselves, right? And so an example of gaslighting that we experience a lot is like, your pain is all in your head. You know, that's you going to a doctor and telling them that you have pain and them saying your pain's all in your head, go home. That's them gaslighting you right? Because it's leaving you feeling confused and anxious and with distrust of yourself. So, right, I really have just like four examples on ways that you guys can answer back to gaslighting. But I want you to know that like your experience is always valid and your pain is real. Pain is created in the brain, 
right? And I'm and the more that I'm learning about chronic pain and how it rewires our brain and how our bodies and our brains work and all of these things, right? You learn that the longer a person has pain, the perception of pain can be different between two people that have the same condition, right? That's why it's so variable with endometriosis. But somebody who's had a really long history of chronic pain, their nerves become hypersensitive, right? And so I this one book that I was reading about chronic pain, this doctor, this woman came in to see this doctor and she was having like abdomen pain and he went to go like touch her on the shoulder and she like winced, like he punched her, right? And this woman had been told that like, oh, she's exaggerating that pain. She's making it up. And he was a pain specialist and he was like, no, her nerves are hypersensitive and they are causing heightened sensations to like gentle touches that are making it feel like she's getting socked in the arm right and so our brains do wild wild things in response to the chronic pain stimulus that we have in response to trauma that we experience and this includes gaslighting medical trauma right it actually like cause us to have more pain because our brains create pain to quote unquote, keep us safe, right? And so I know I've given examples in previous podcasts um, when I was talking about mind-body syndrome, but like in response to trauma, if you're going through some emotional, like severely emotionally traumatic experience, your body or your brain will create pain signals in your body to get you distracted from the emotional trauma that you're going through, right? So it's kind of like, hey, look at me over here. I'm hurting. You can't think about that really, really, really fucking terrible thing. Think about this pain instead, you know, just as a form of safety, right? And the beautiful thing with this is that you can rewire those pain pathways away from that pain when you learn to teach your body that it's safe again, right? Um, And I'll do more podcasts on that, but let's get back to the gaslighting. Sorry, I kind of went off on a tangent there. Um, your pain is always oh that was my point is that your pain is always real right like your experience of pain is always real and if anybody ever tells you that like oh it can't be that bad like they have no idea they're not living in your body you know your body better than anybody else and you always will right and really leaning into that and trusting your body and trusting that you know your body best is going to help help you in advocating for yourself and also standing up to doctors that gaslight you right so i'm gonna give you some ways that you can answer back so when somebody says like so you're at the doctor and they say your pain is all in your head you can say right back to them technically pain is created in my head but that doesn't mean that it's not real and the pain that i'm feeling is very real and it's valid I know my body, I live in my body, and something isn't right. Please don't gaslight me. Right? I think it's really important to always add, please don't gaslight me, because doctors are humans too, right? And if they've been taught something and they believe that it's true, right? They believe that, like, women exaggerate their pain or something like that, you know, or or something crazy like, They used to do tests on black women way back in the, I think it was like the early 1900s, and they thought that black women had a higher tolerance for pain, 
right? And so they would historically give them less pain medication and things like that because they didn't need it. And it's, I mean, it's just false, (laughs) but it's something that they've been taught, you know? And if, so doctors, again, are humans and they only know what they know. And so if you bring it to their attention, please don't gaslight me. They're going to be like, holy shit, am I gaslighting her? You know, or they'll get really defensive. And if they get really defensive, then, I mean, you don't want a doctor that gaslights you anyway. So you can ask for a referral (laughs) to see somebody else then, or just continue on a search by yourself, right? Um, So I think it's always important to say, please don't gaslight me. I mean, you can use what they say and be like, technically part of that's right. Like, yes, my pain is in my head, but I'm feeling it in my body and you don't know my body. I know my body. I'm not making this up. Something is not right. I came here for you to help me. Please don't gaslight me. Something that I I was told a lot is like, I have periods too. Your pain can't be that bad. And how I would respond to that is everyone's experience is different and how we perceive our pain can be different too, right? My periods are that bad to me and my body, We're different people. Please don't gaslight me. And I know that that one's common, not necessarily with doctors. um, But I I was told that by a female physician. But I know that that's something that's common between just like friend groups as well. You know, like I have periods too. It can't be that bad. You're just calling out or canceling plans again, you know. And at the center of all of this is just better communication, right? People don't understand. They don't know what they don't know. And if you don't share what you're going through with doctors, with friends, with family and people in your life, they're just going to assume your experience is similar to theirs when it's not, you know, because we all like to think that we're all connected and things should be the same for everybody. Everybody has periods. It should be the same for everybody, but it's not. Again, we all experience pain different. We all experience, there are different things that go into our levels of pain, um, how we perceive our pain, all of the things, right? And so just reminding them that everybody's different, but that's how you're feeling it in your body and you are different people and please don't gaslight me. I think it's really powerful. Um, another thing that I was told is it's just cramps. Welcome to womanhood. And I think that there's this false idea around periods, right? That they're supposed to be painful, but a healthy period should be light and pain-free. You know, periods are not supposed to be painful. You're not supposed to have PMS before. You're not supposed to get hormonal acne and breast pain and really bad cramping. Like none of that's supposed to happen, you know, but nobody teaches anybody about periods. (laughs) Um, And so we all have this misinformed belief that periods are supposed to be painful, but they're not. Right. And so what I would respond to that is actually periods are never supposed to be painful. And as a doctor, you should know that any type of severe abdomen or pelvic pain is abnormal. Something is not right. Please don't gaslight me. That is what I would say. Right. Because they're doctors and they should know that. Any kind of severe abdomen pain that cannot be resolved with ibuprofen makes somebody vomit, pass out, um, miss any part of their life, right? It's not normal. It's just not normal. And they should be trying harder to 
to investigate and figure out what is wrong and getting to the root cause of it and not just prescribing you medication to mask all of those symptoms and for you to think that everything's okay when everything is still wrong, you know? So another thing is, are you making this up to get attention? I know I was told this because my parents are going through a divorce right around the time that all my pain started getting really bad, which, you know, probably linked to a little trauma there. But I was told by doctors because I was going to the doctor. I was actually just recently looking through all my medical history because we're moving and I had like a stack of medical papers and I was looking through them all to see like what I needed to keep and get rid of. And I was at the doctor every other week, right? Complaining of like severe abdomen pain, you know, and they did all of the tests. They thought I had IBS. We did a colonoscopy. We did all the things. And I had a doctor sit down and be like, are you making this up? Because I know your parents are going through a divorce right now. Are you making this up to get attention? And I was young and naive at the time and very impressionable and going through a traumatic incident because my parents were getting divorced. My whole life was getting uprooted. And this doctor who I used to believe were up on pedestals, you know, I had this idea that doctors were, they just knew everything, you know, and so she said that to me, and I was like, oh my god, maybe I am making it up, you know, and obviously I wasn't, I have endometriosis, but what I would have said as my now empowered, confident self, like, please don't gaslight me, I'm in pain, I'm here because I'm seeking answers for my pain, and I need your help, Can you help me or can you refer me to somebody else who can? You know, because when doctors start to say, like, "Mm, are you making this up? Or like, "Mm," you know, and like try to question and like pick at the validity of your experience. It's usually because they don't know what they're doing and they have no other route. And again, I'm going to hit the nail on the head a million times with this. It's like doctors are people. And I didn't realize that until I worked in the medical system and I saw how many unqualified doctors there are out there. (laughs) There are a lot of really amazing doctors. Don't get me wrong. Doctors are amazing. Their jobs are amazing. There's some really fucking smart, well-qualified people who care out there, but there are also a lot of idiots. Um, So having to weed through the idiots is something that we just have to do, unfortunately, when when you have a chronic condition. Unless you're a unicorn and you find a magical doctor right away and believes that says like, oh, you have endometriosis and they believe you right away, like that doctor's amazing. But that just doesn't happen very often. You know, and so just standing your ground and being like, please don't fucking gaslight me. Like I am actually in pain and my body something is not right I'm here for your help help me you know um oh and this one always gets me I was told this all the time and I actually thought it (laughs) it was another thing that I internalized and thought for a while like oh you you must just have a really low pain tolerance we don't find anything on the tests like your pain tolerance just me must be really low. <laughs> like, okay, great observation, Karen. Um, no, I have endometriosis. And looking back now, I I have an 
incredibly high pain tolerance. Like, shit happens, and, like, I tore every ligament in my ankle. And I panicked, you know, but then I got up and, like, went to the ER. Um, I got bit by a dog. Literally almost, like, bit my whole finger off. And it was, like, pain more shocking than it was painful, you know? Like, I have higher pain tolerance than most people and for a doctor to say that to me (laughs) again as my young unconfident self I was like oh my god I do I'm just like a weak child you know like I just should be really careful because I have a low pain tolerance you know and no I have a very high pain tolerance and what I would say to that doctor now or how I would respond to that statement now is actually my baseline pain every day, according to the pain scale, is a six. I would say I have a pretty high pain tolerance, wouldn't you? Please don't gaslight me. You know, and again, like I said, my responses just got cattier and cattier. <laughs> but it's just my my tolerance for gaslighting and the medical system has gotten lower and lower. You know, over the years, especially after working in the hospital system and seeing shit happen all of the time, you know, and like talking to hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of you and all of you telling me that you are experiencing the exact same thing. You know, it just, it's unacceptable and we need to be able to stand up for ourselves when people in our life are gaslighting you, and that includes doctors, because, again, doctors are just people. You know, like, I remember there was this one doctor, and she was literally the smartest, smartest doctor that I'd known, right? Like, you know you go to her to, like, review a case, and she's a badass, and she knows everything, and she'll explain it to you in, like, words that you can understand. Um, But terrible bedside manner, you know? Like, it just... Sometimes, like, nobody has the whole package. Well, I'm sure maybe somebody does, but not everybody has that, okay? <laughs> it's not common. <laughs> um, and expecting doctors to be these, like, perfect gods who don't mess up is obscene. You know, like, they're humans, they mess up, and sometimes they might not even realize that they have these biases, right? And so being able to stand up for yourself and say, hey, please don't fucking gaslight me. This is my experience. I'm here for help. Help me. You know, and I think a level of understanding chronic pain and understanding your condition and understanding what you're going through right now helps. And that's what I'm here for, to help you with that aspect of things, to empower you in your health journey because you deserve the best care possible. You deserve a life where you can thrive even with endometriosis because it's possible. I love you all. And I'll catch you on the next episode of the Endo Babe podcast. Oh, babe, thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Today I had so much fun and I'm so fucking grateful for every single one of you. If you thought that this was helpful or you loved any part of this podcast, I would love, love, love for you to screenshot it and post it on Instagram at Chelsea Bree, C-H-E-L-S-E-A-A-B-R-I and take me. 
I would love to see what you're getting out of the episodes. It makes me so happy. I would also love it if you'd subscribe to the podcast and leave a review because that just helps other wonderful endo babes find me as well. I adore you and I believe that you don't deserve to feel like shit. You deserve to have a normal life despite endometriosis. So I love you so much and I hope you have a wonderful day and I'll catch you on next week's episode of the Endo Babe Podcast.